0: Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted word of God from the throne of grace.
1: Philemon chapter 1, Verse 4, Philemon 1, 4. happened to my reader she disappeared can I get another reader let's get a microphone for me it's important that you come to church with your Bible and whatever scripture is quoted you write it down so that you can refer to it recently man of God was preaching on TV, and he then mostly quoted the scripture, and the scripture was wrong, amazing, it's like saying, in Genesis chapter 22, Jesus said to John, (laughs) and I couldn't believe that his church members were saying, amen. man of god said something very profound if you go to church without a bible you just say i want to be deceived if you go to church without a bible you are just a candidate for deception because you have no reference to whatever is going to be taught so it's always important that as a student of the bible as a disciple jesus said go and make disciples disciple is students you can't go to a lecture room without a notebook or a test book come to church come prepared you come you write it you write it for reference and you write it so you can also teach somebody you you, you, you need to refer to the points that were Mentioned is very important. It is said that a short pencil is better than a long memory. You can't keep all in your head, it's impossible. So, when you come to church, come prepared to learn. It doesn't matter whether you're an usher, whatever role, get your Bible, get your book. In a crowd we usher with our Bible and our notebook. You will stand and write. Because you are a disciple. And you know, with disciples, disciples just repeat what their teacher said. He says, The things you have heard me say, also go and say it. Don't go and create your own revelation. But if you don't write, you start saying what the teacher didn't say. And then you cause more problems than good. Philemon one six four to six. Can we read it please? Who is reading for me? Okay. I thank, I thank my God. Making mention of thee always in my prayers. Here he said in- making mention of you always in my prayers, meaning that if you don't pray, you can't mention the person in your prayers. The believer is supposed to be prayerful. In the Bible, nobody went for pray for me in the New Testament. Can I come again? I don't know if they do it in Ghana, in Nigeria, in Ghana. They have something they call pray for me. They behave as if they are deaf and dumb. So always somebody must pray for me. Listen. I can agree with you about a thing. Not that when I pray, God hear more than you. I join my faith with your faith. Jesus said, if two or three shall agree, not that you will keep quiet and I will. We can agree to pray about a situation. Is somebody with me? He says, I cease not to pray for you. I make mention of you always in my prayers. And it's amazing. He's not praying about marriage, children. Sometimes when you look at our church and what we pray about, it's different from what they pray about in the Bible church. You know, if you're a very good Bible student, you realize that needs was not so much a prayer point because needs were met by the saints. Yeah, somebody can help you. Yeah, oh, sister, I'm believing God with you. I know God will do it. Yet, whatever you are looking for, they have. When you can give me, why is there a prayer point? We have to pay rent. You are telling me we are believing God with the church. You know God will do a miracle. Yet, the amount of money we need to pay the rent, you have it in your account. That's, if you are very sensitive to the words of the scriptures... He says, my God shall supply my needs according to his riches. Riches in glory are the sins. And I'll come and explain to you. (laughs) The glory glorified me was resurrection. The resurrection gave birth to you. Anytime Jesus spoke about glory, he was talking about resurrection. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter his glory. The riches of his glory in the saints, you. So, I am your solution, you are my solution. That's why we minister to each other. So, we don't just minister spirit, we also minister physical things. He says, if I minister to you spiritual things, is it too much for you to also minister Cannot, meaning that cannot things are administration so there's a very funny funny culture in Ghana Christendom when they are doing their best they, they go and look for um, orphanage homes and then they go and donate money and they believe <laughs> when they do that the heavens will open over them. I see the heavens are closed. And when you read scripture, the Bible says when you want to do good, you first, most importantly, the people that are of the household of faith. Then you leave the church. Somebody is sitting by you in church. They are trusting God for money. You have carried the money. You should go and escort you to go and give to an outsider. You see, all these things happen because we lack knowledge. So he says, I cease not, I mention your name always in my prayers. What does he pray for them about? Verse 5. Verse 5, quickly please. Verse Mm 5 Caring of thy love and faith Mm -hmm. Which thou hadst Towards the Lord Jesus And towards all saints This is talking about Christianity Simply Christianity I've explained that Christianity is Christianity Is more importantly Towards your neighbor God doesn't need your Christianity To do what we did Your light should shine Before who? Not before God, what is your light shining before God for Him to do in the first place? Is there anything hidden from God? But our lives are written epistles. Your Christianity is not how you shout in prayer, your Christianity is how you live after prayer. So you pray a lot, but you are quick-tempered. You pray a lot, but you don't know how to forgive. I had a friend. We are all part of the Christian body in school. And he comes from a very, very rich home. Anytime you make mistake you go and ask him something. It is better you didn't go. He will give you... But he will preach sermon for three hours. <laughs> he will complain about the economy of Ghana. How situations are bad. That the father is giving you doesn't mean every day you should be coming. We all came to this school the same. How come your own has finished and you are coming for my own?
0: <laughs>
1: so some people make. Giving to worry. Because we don't understand Christianity. He says I pray for you. What does he pray about? Six. Really? He says that the communication of your faith. The fellowship of your union. Communication is the same as union. Is the same as Fellowship. The fellowship of our faith is our being in Christ. If my work with Christ will be effective, it is not effective based on my prayer life. No. Prayer is very good. But even my prayer life will be effective based on knowledge. Will become effectual by the acknowledgement. So the knowledge. Not just any knowledge, but the precise knowledge, which is very important. The word acknowledgement is epignosis, which means precise, accurate, comprehensive knowledge. So I don't just have any knowledge. I have the accurate knowledge. I don't have a partial knowledge. I have a comprehensive knowledge. If I want to be an effective Christian, knowledge is key. Very, very important. For example, if I want to be an effective prayer person as a Christian, I have to understand prayer. I used to think, it's not any time you can go to God and pray. In fact... Some even said, if you don't cover your head, God does not listen to your prayer. That was one side. The other, the other people also said, for prayer, you have to be holy before the Lord. Their understanding of holy is also another case for another day. And then, you have to set your heart. So, in fact, before you even open your mouth, there are stamping blocks. There are even ones you are praying to. There were other conditions. Number one, you have to pray according to God's will. We'll get to that one too. So, even to start the prayer, I have blocks to meet. Then, in the course of the prayer, I am not even guaranteed. I will get the answer. Then they took it to another level. They said, even sometimes when you pray, God will say, wait. Hey, me too, I need a thing now. He says, wait. Oh, then they added another one. Sometimes he will be say, no. Ah. Okay, we'll get to that one too. Then. <laughs> I love these interesting things. Sometimes somebody dies prematurely. Then they will say, ah, God knows best though. If the person has stayed longer, maybe they will lose their salvation wow hey amazing so we have a very complicated complex multidimensional confused God so if all these things are there I have to really have a precise accurate knowledge Even before I open my mouth to pray. Can I surprise you? The first man that ever prayed in the Bible was not a Christian. The first man that ever prayed in the Bible was a murderer. And even in his medialic state, (laughs) God heard his prayer. Cain was the first man to make a request in the whole Bible. He made the request after he had killed his brother Abel. He went to God and said, God, this thing I have done. People will be looking for me to kill me. Protect me. Oh. Ah, ah. You have the guts to sing, and still come in. And the Bible says the Lord answered his prayer. And put a seal on Cain. That let no man touch him. Have you killed anybody? So how come God will not hear your prayer? So in the first place, there is no time you can pray. So if you don't have accurate knowledge about prayer, you think you have to be in a certain mood. No, let's sing first. Let's sing first. Let's invite the Holy Ghost. We are saying thank you, Jesus. He, my Lord, we are saying thank you. <laughs> no, let's listen. My help, oh, my. my help, oh, my help, my help. There is something that makes me coming to your presence. Sorry for you. You are a greedy person. You are selfish. So you any time that you come to God, something (laughs) you don't come when there's not something. It's either family is chasing you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Please write this thing down for me in capital. No evil comes from God. There is nothing evil that has ever happened to anybody that God did it. God doesn't give birth to sick babies to glorify himself. It's a wrong theology. God doesn't need somebody to be sick to glorify himself. Even doctors, Dr. Phil is a doctor. He doesn't give people sickness to cure them, to show them that he's a doctor. How much more God? What's that? I know why I'm, I'm having this sickness. The Lord told me to do something I didn't do. Stop that nonsense. You are blackmailing against God. James chapter 1 verse 13. Let no man say. When I am tempted. That I am tempted of God. Let no man Ever let it come out of the mouth. That when you are tempted, that you are tempted of God. For God does not do what? Tempt with evil. Neither tempted he any man. If any man is tempted, he is tempted of his own desire. Continue. Uh-uh. Follow me now. When he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So note it God does not do evil. If you have that accurate knowledge of God, when evil comes, don't accept it. Don't say God is using the sickness to test you. For what? He, listen, 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 listen very carefully. I used to believe this stupidity that before God will lift you, you have to suffer. It is not biblical. I had a young, a young guy in my church. He comes from a very rich home. He had a call of God. He saw my church. And every time he comes to church, all I preach is that I used to sleep on a football park. I used to do this. And the Lord lifted me. Then the guy is looking at himself. If this is the man of God, God wants me to serve under. I have never suffered before. I won't don't want to suffer. I won't suffer. My mother has money. Should I go and throw away my father's money and suffer before God will use me? Nobody suffers for anointing. Peace. Power. Oh God. Do you know what Jesus said? He says, Ye shall receive power when what? Not when you go and fast 40 days and 40 nights. No way you don't have anywhere to sleep. Ye shall receive power. Find out through scripture. Paul suffered. Please, he didn't suffer before God used him. He suffered while God was using him. And every suffering of Paul was related to the gospel he was preaching. So stop saying, quote, these scriptures out the of context. The Bible says, when I go through diverse of persecution, just like Paul. Paul never went to lie on anybody for anybody to be slapping them, for it to be persecution. You, your persecution is now your mouth. Self-made problems. When you are supposed to go to school and study, you are not studying. And you are struggling to get a job. And you call it persecution, you don't understand persecution. You see, if we don't use the scriptures for what they are used for, We'll give ourselves false hope. I was talking to somebody last time. Young men of today, they don't want to serve anybody. Everybody wants to make it. They sit and they make it at once. That ambitious life. If we don't check it, we'll be quoting scriptures that don't mean what you are saying. So find out properly, sit down, read the Bible, all the sufferings of Paul. One, was it before? It was a suffering that generated anointing. Or every suffering he suffered, he suffered in ministry. Accuracy in interpreting Bible. He was beaten. He was not beaten so he would get anointed to heal the sick. He was beaten because where you shouldn't preach, you preach. You tell him to shut up, he won't shut up. So when we say we are suffering for the gospel, it's because whilst we are doing the work, the people who oppose the gospel, they may persecute us. Not when you are not really any so. You are not looking for a job. You are sleeping in your house. And you say you are suffering. I know God is seeing my suffering. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. You sleep. And watch Netflix. Sleep. Continue. You know every name of every character in Game of Thrones. Continue. Go and look for a job go and look for job even apostle paul constructed buildings i don't know how that guy made it he established churches he wrote books he preached almost everywhere and still he was still making tent not to only feed himself to feed his team he said, when I came to you, I was not a burden to you. You bear witness with me that with my own hands, I went to cater for myself and the people that were with me. You are young and strong. Don't be deceived by a scripture that has been wrongly interpreted. And don't go and look for a job. Go and look for a job. Find a job. If job is not finding you, create job. Look for opportunity. If you wrongly apply scriptures, we say a lot of things that don't make sense. Receive the anointing for prosperity. Amen. I take it. I take it. I had something very sad. And it contributes to the ignorance in the body of Christ. Dangote organizes a wedding for his daughter. Is it daughter or son? Daughter. And brought all these billionaires. I heard that after the wedding, when they left the auditorium, some audacious brothers and sisters, Christian, fire brand young men, went to the auditorium, picked the seat of Dangote. Some pick the seat of Bill Gates. Father, let that anointing, <laughs> the prosperity of Bill Gates, let it come upon me. If not to carry a chair, where they bring money? Who will make it? Bill Gates, did he carry somebody's chair on his head? And started confessing by faith. It's only, it's only in Christianity people use faith to make money. Find out in the Bible who became rich by faith. Abraham became rich by doing business. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong. Oh. Don't get it twisted. He was a businessman. Even some of his ways of making money, we can't even preach it. (laughs) That's why when the Bible is talking about Abraham's blessing, it talks about the aspect of God forgiving him his sins. The blessedness of a man is a man whom God does not impute his sins against him. He never in the New Testament refers to Abraham's physical blessing as blessing. You know why? Look at Abraham. You go and lie that your wife is your sister. And then a man is going to touch. The man saw that it's a wrong meat. But even even this wrong meat was as a product of your deception. Abraham had no money. The next chapter we read, and Abraham was rich in cattle. From where? From the things the king he went to lie to. He went to lie that Sarah was the sister. And in trying to cross Sarah, the king gave him gold, silver, cattle. When he left, when he was staying in his father's house, what did he have? Old man, he can't even rent the house. He stayed in his father's house. Fine out, Abraham's background. There are some things. Look, you have to read scripture very well. We are queen of Esther. We are daughters of Esther. How can you be a daughter of Esther? Child of God. Esther. Did she go and organize prayer meeting with the king in the room at night? She spent three months or six months preparing her body for what? Anointing service. <laughs> so you go, you go to church, ignorant people are saying, Oh God, just like you bless Esther, bless me. And then he said, Just like Esther made a mistake. And Esther became a king. Let somebody make a mistake. How can you be praying? Somebody's mistake is your breakthrough. Okay, you are also somebody. So, when you also get a problem, somebody too will pray you. <laughs> will pray you out. Use scriptures properly. That is why when you come into the Hall of Fame in the New Testament in Hebrews, they, they say by faith. You don't go into details because some of the details, it doesn't glorify God. that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to see what is in Christ. So the believer's focal point is not Abraham. Abraham is not myastic. He can't be Elijah. God should use me like Elijah. That's an embarrassment. Jesus saw John the Baptist. He says amongst men that are born of women. John is the greatest of them all. But even this John in the kingdom of God. He is the least. He says the Old Testament prophet; They all ended with John Do you know how Do you know how the Bible Estimates who a true prophet is Let me put it in a better way Do you know how Jesus values Your level of your prophetic Why is John the Baptist The greatest amongst all the prophets When he never mentioned anybody's name He didn't make any barren woman have a baby. He didn't call down fire from heaven. Yet Jesus said it's not Paul. Jesus. Said all oh, the prophet John is the greatest. You know why? All of them saw pictures of Jesus. In their mind. But the next morning. John 1.29. When John saw Jesus coming. He says this. Is the lamb of God. That takes away the sins of them. He was able to point what they saw in their mind. Isaiah, the great prophet, pictured it. He said, the virgin shall conceive and bear a child. These were pictures amongst all the prophets. It's only John that could separate him amongst the lot. So, a man's prophetic Validity is based on how much his prophetic reveals Christ. How much Christ is in all that you are seeing. I have entered your mother's house. I entered a the room. There were four doors. The first door is painted blue. Second door is painted there. And then I entered the certain room. And I saw a coving And I saw that the whole family, they have put all of you, your destiny inside. And then people will be clapping. Uh, how many children do you... I saw your mother has seven children. How many children does your mother have? Seven. Yeah. The first one. Amaka. Amaka. Amaka is your first, first one. You yeah. said, my sister, you are very great. But a spirit from your mother's hometown has tied your spirit... Hey? a tree in your village. Are you from here? Yes. Imoia. Everybody clap for Jesus. Then people are clapping. <laughs> we we'll use Bible to find out, can this be possible? Can a believer's spirit be tied in their village? Forget sentimentation. You know. The scriptures are the yastic to everything we do.
0: Yes,
1: Take me back to James. He says, "In God there is no, oh God, there is no man." James one seventeen. James one seventeen. Quickly, please. Anybody, my reader. Do you have a Bible? Mm -hmm. He says what? Every good. And every... No, hold on. Before before we get here, go to verse 3. And then after reading verse 3, you come to 17. Okay, start from 5. To save us time. 5. If anybody has a lack, for example, wisdom... Let him ask of God. That giveth to what? So, any time you come and ask God, know that God gives to what? Amen. So in prayer, prayer is having a request and demanding an answer. Listen to what I'm going to say very carefully so you don't get me wrong. If I come to God, That I want to go to America. America is where I want to go to. And then God takes me to Italy. Has he answered my prayer? He has given me what he wants. That's not what I asked for. So that can never be a prayer answer. Hear me. The mistake we do is because we don't understand the nature of God. We think when God gives you Italy, it means God knows that if you go to America, something bad will happen. It's not true. Do you know what Jesus said? Jesus, when he was teaching about the character of God, he says, you evil men, know how to give good gifts to your children. Which of you, that your child will ask you for bread, that you give your child what? Stone. What is Jesus saying? Any father that your son asks you for something, and you give another thing, you are not a good father. So, when you don't have precise, accurate knowledge about prayer, you won't even know how to pray. Because in your mind, even if I ask, God won't give me what I want. He will give me what He wants. Listen again. If prayer is the will of God, it is no more prayer. I'm coming again. Hear me. And I will explain. If prayer is about his will, it is not prayer. It is his plan. We are all robots. Because no matter what you do, I want to go to America. He says, Italy. So boy, I beg. he be the organ now. Then it's not prayer. When it comes to prayer, he answers our desire. Yes, Look, God doesn't contradict himself. Oh. Let's wait here. Mark 11, 23 and 24. You have to understand proper scriptures. Then you can pray properly. If we don't, we will imagine things. So if I'm coming to pray and I'm not sure he will even give me. Why do I even have to pray in the first place? Jesus, I am quoting you, Jesus. Not poor. Jesus says what? Quickly. Mark eleven twenty three for mm-hmm. verily I say unto you mm-hmm. that whosoever say shall say unto this mountain Anybody anybody who will say to this mountain. Be thou, removed, be thou removed, and be thou cast into, and cast the, sea, into the sea, and, shall not doubt and you won't heart, doubt in your heart. But shall believe that those things. And you, you believe bear, that those things. Those things you have said. What I have said mountain. is that the mountain should move, and I will believe in my heart. What happens? He shall have whatsoever. You shall says. what have whatsoever. Listen, oh, Jesus said it all. Oh. He says, if I desire that this thing to move and i believe in my heart and i move he didn't say if you desire and you don't cross check from me if i i want you to move it it will not move no next verse 24 therefore i say therefore by this principle i have taught you that when you desire something and you believe it and you act you have it when you pray talk to me
0: what thing so ever you what
1: thing so ever what you desire when you do what when you When you do what? When you do what? It's not whatsoever thing he God desires for you when you pray. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He says whatsoever because a prayer request is my desire. It's not his desire. whatsoever thing I desire when I pray. So if it is about, that's why, sorry, if it's so, my baby is sick, then instead of praying, Father, I take healing. Say, Father, if it's your will, can you heal my child? So, no, no, seriously, you expect God to say, no, I want your child to die. Because we have wrong information, the devil takes advantage of our ignorance. You know what Jesus did? He came to paint a picture. There is no sick person, listen very carefully, there is no sick person who came to Jesus and requested for healing and Jesus said, no, 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 this one. Now die where you go, die. No, I, I, are you with me? And let me tell you another thing too. Do you know every one of them that Jesus healed were unbelievers? Jesus had not died so there was no born again. His healing ministry was in the four Gospels. He healed people who didn't even know him. That's for that guy, is surprising. That blind guy, you, blind man like you. Jesus had healed you. Didn't even ask of his name.
0: Ah, this
1: blind guy. Jesus healed. After Jesus healed, the Pharisees went to the guy secretly and said, Ah, oh boy, come. That guy that healed you. Are you sure he's from God? See, oga, okay, oga. Okay. I don't care. Whether it's from God, if from Mohammed, I don't care. There's only one thing that I know. I was blind. (laughs) They asked him of Jesus' name. He didn't know. Can you imagine the people Jesus healed? They didn't even know him. They had not accepted him in their life. Yet Jesus healed him. Then you, child of God, you are telling me steps to your healing. Which, the woman with the issue of blood did not know Jesus. It was hearsay. She has heard that there is a man that carries the power of God. So she said, if truly he is the son of God, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. She didn't say, Jesus, I believe in you. I want to come and join your church. (laughs) And she got healing. Find out, everybody that Jesus healed. Let me correct this one and help you. It was in John chapter 9 or so. It's either John chapter 9 or John chapter 5. When the disciples of Jesus imagined something. They brought a sick person. And they said, this guy was blind from their mother's womb. Their problem is not healing. No. Their problem is that who sinned? Chill. You see how my think? Who sinned that this man was born? If sin makes you be born blind, some of you should be crippled, dumb, deaf. Why will you see you coming? Be like <laughs> because your mama is wicked. Hey, your papa is wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> Who's saying that this one was born? Is it the mother or the... ah? So believers think their sin is the reason for their condition. Then what did Jesus die for? What did he pay for? Who deceived you? Who deceived you? So if sin then why was Jesus healing unbelievers? Sinful people. Not Christians. He healed unbelievers. What I'm trying to tell you is that it is never God's desire that you you should be sick. Never think. Look, God you, your father in your house your father your father Your, if I say dad is too nice, your papa for house, Mr. Okafu. Will Mr. Okafu break your knee to prove to you he's your dad? Sometimes some of the things we imagine for God is so embarrassing that you think God did that to you. God made you lose your job. Why? Because what? It's very sad. We have painted a wrong picture. And you see, all this is done by the devil. He paints a wrong picture of God to us. He told Adam, Oh, you will not die, oh my God. He is afraid you will be like him. So people are walking in perceptions that God wants them to be in their state they are in. I know God, God knows what he is doing. Who am I to question him? A friend's son died. Listen to the story. Listen and see what ignorance does to Christianity. They have been married for years. Over 15 years. The woman was 50 the man was 55, and then they got a child. The moment they got a the child, the woman had had some health issues, so she decided to go and remove her womb. After all, or she was looking for a for child, and she got one. She removed her womb. When the baby, listen very carefully, when the boy was three, four years, they took the child to a friend's, son's party and the child fell into a swimming pool and the child died so I was invited with a senior pastor and we went to go and encourage them and pray and then the senior pastor I remember very well he said it's the Lord that give it it's the Lord that take it the man said ah if he knew he would take why did he give it to me Honestly, then, I didn't understand the gospel, so I didn't have an answer. I said, Master, shut up. Who are you to question God? Who are you? When he was forming the world, where were you? When he was telling the sea, be still, were you there? You know, all this Old Testament mentality, they bring it and cause fear in your heart. Let me pause a minute and explain something to you. How many of you believe Jesus was God? How many of you believe Jesus was God? He is God? No, he was God on earth. He is still God? Are you sure he was God? Oh, you are not able to say, are you sure? The earth is if you are not sure. I'm asking again. if, If you believe that Jesus is God, lift your hand. Fantastic. Jesus is God. In the beginning was the word, the word was God. The word was God. Jesus was God. Okay. So we have all agreed Jesus was God. Question. Did anybody ask Jesus question when he came on earth? Did they ask him questions? Yes. Are you sure? you? Yes. So They even ask him stupid questions. They didn't just ask him questions. No. They asked him what? Stupid questions. I'm taking you to another one. That one will be a very strong question. Please. They are telling us you can't even question God. Who are you to question God? Then you have established that Jesus is God. Yet they asked him a question. Please let me ask you. Did anybody beat Jesus? Oh, They didn't just ask him a question. They did what? Beat him. Slap him. whole oh, God. Oh Jesus. They come out in cloth. They didn't just beat him. They insulted him. And he didn't do anything. People ask Jesus question. He said, hey my friend shut up. You know who you are talking to? You know how how much in my account? Jesus never did that. It doesn't matter. The Bible says the Pharisees will ask him questions to tempt him. And yet he answered everybody. What am I saying? The God we serve, the relationship he has with us, he's never said don't ask him questions. If he calls you a father, I don't know the kind of father you have, but the kind of father Jesus came to paint to us, he is a God and a father who wants to have a relationship with his children. So, if there is something the child of God can, does not understand, the child of God has a right to ask, Daddy, please, why is this thing the way it is? And Daddy will never say, Shut up! When I was building the house, were you there? <laughs> God is not a bully. He is a loving Father. And you must understand that perception about God. That I serve a God. Jesus always used Father as an example of the God. He says, which of you who have a son? So who told you that God doesn't wish you well? Who told you God doesn't wish you to have the best things of life? No. If you have it, it's not a big deal. He says that the God we serve. He created all things. All things belong to Him. Listen to something very carefully. The reason why unbelievers have money and Christians have, and some of us don't even have, is that God blessed the earth. And He blessed the earth that anybody who puts seed there, the ground, they ask you, have you prayed today? Before you put that maize on the ground, make sure you are fast, I do. The ground doesn't say that. So God has blessed the earth. Anybody that uses their mind sees this opportunity, respects opportunity. There are principles of life that when you just apply them, it doesn't matter your spiritual background, you will succeed. There is a place for Christianity. That when you can be the richest man in the world, you can buy salvation. Salvation is not for sale. You can be the most intelligent person in the world. Your intelligence can't buy salvation. It is too simple for the human mind to comprehend. Paul said, who can comprehend the width, the breadth, the length of the love of God? The love of God is too big that human mind can't understand. Because the human being easily gets fed up with people. Yet no matter how much, how bad your sins are, his heart is too big that there is no sin his blood cannot erase. The human beings will be asking questions no no are you telling me if somebody kills somebody kill i mean make this people and comes to jesus jesus will still forgive him when you say yes say, ah it's not fair it's not fair because that's your mind the love of god is so big when you have an accurate knowledge of the god yourself child of god you will come boldly to pray. And when you pray, you know that whatsoever you will ask him, then let's go and let me end with James. James said in verse 17 of James 1, he said, if anybody asks, okay, so the three and then the one and then I close. James said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Who gives to what? All men. That is why unbelievers go and find out you have friends, unbelievers, they pray their prayer, they got answers. Unbeliever! Oh, you don't know any unbeliever who has had answered prayer before? No, be honest with yourself. Ah, they even have testimony more than you. You, the T-self, you have not gotten together. T- t- they always have something to share. Because he says... I said, please, three first before we come to 17. He says, if any man, he didn't say, if any Christian, if any born again, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all, that man is not part of the original. What he wants to use, don't put men to confuse people. He says, he give it to what? All oh. he gives how liberal freely, not asking questions, not asking you, Have you met my requirement? You are here to ask me, Have you met my requirement before? Come on, you go and sit on somebody. When proper men are asking you, you are coming here. So, people go when we say we should pray, some even don't have confidence to pray. The devil will let them remind me a mistake something they did. And they feel... So, whilst we are saying we are praying in the spirit, they are asking for forgiveness. God, you know I didn't intentionally do it. You know I always want to do what is right. The good I want to do, I can't do. The bad I don't want to do. (laughs) Religious prayers. Let's move on. Liberally. And abraded not. And it shall what? Him. Six. What does six say? He says, But let him ask in faith. Are you in faith? Yes, oh, are you a product of faith? Yes, it's another day. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Seven. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So it's not the Lord who won't give you. It's your doubt who is stopping you from receiving what you are looking for. God has never been the problem. It's you. Because even the prayer praying, I don't know if, even if God will answer. I don't know if God wants me to have it. God, if He wants me to be poor like this, I accept it. Eh? It's never God's will that anybody should be poor. And even if you are poor, it's not a big deal. That's the truth. Poverty won't stop you from going to heaven. Ah. Did you not hear Jesus? He said, for the poor. He didn't say he came to eradicate poverty. He's <laughs> not you, and no. Don't confuse that. Though. He says, for the poor. You, ah, you have with you. That's why after resurrection, they were with them. Or oh. oh, you didn't see them. Oh, read your Bible. Acts chapter 4 from 34 to 35. People sold their properties and they sold brought their money so that the needy in were fed. Poor, they were anointed, poor. Very spirit filled. So don't confuse that. Seventeen and let me close. One seventeen. Every good gift. <laughs> I hope you are still alive.
0: <laughs> if you are
1: not alive, this one can resurrect you. <laughs> every. He says every. Forgive me for this example. If your baby is crippled, is it a good gift? God doesn't give crippled babies. See, I see people, the person is born with no saying, Ah, I See, the work hand of God. Was Adam crippled? It is sin. An ignorance that produces things within men. Practical example. You think about it. You see, I say things. Some may stand very strong. When you take your time to study, one day you come to the truth. I have friends who have died young. They died out of sickle cell. And I used to believe then that sickle cell, God can give you sickle cell. Some got sickle cell. Some got blindness. So anything you get, even sickle cell is better than <laughs> Then science, human intelligence increased and men came to understand that there are blood types. That if you know your blood type, you can prevent. Look, if a man can prevent things like this, it can be from God. When God wants to do something, you can prevent. So, if... Ah, what are you talking about? That if you are... It's a simple common sense that people don't take. I have a friend, pastor in London. The daughter came to me at night. He said, my father is a wicked man. I said, how can your father be a wicked man? He said, I'm 23 years. I've spent over 18 years of my life in the hospital. And it's my dad. I don't know how he has the conscience to preach in the pulpit. I said, how can you be talking like that? He says, when my dad, my mom... My dad proposed to my mom. The first thing my mom said, he told my dad. That I am AS. That before you, I will even say yes or no to your proposal, Go and test your blood type. If you are AS or SS, we can't marry. The man came back and said, oh, I'm A. He's lying. He didn't go. So, when they gave birth, their first child was SS because he was AS. When you are AS and whoever you are marrying is AS, it is not prophetical. You either give birth to AA, AS, and then SS for sure. In my ignorance, we used to pray and change. Change what? Use your head and stop wasting prayer. Pray for unbelievers to be saved. Pray for evangelism. Pray for power. And use your head to love. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is my goodbye message to you. When you are loving, use your head. Use your head. Stop troubling people's children. Stop. Stop letting your emotions get out of you. That thing you think is love. It's not love. It's called feeling, feeling. I'm telling you. You have to be wise. It's like you are going to marry. And you have seen that this guy is a murderer. You have seen his life. He's not decided to say, I believe God. Believe God and marry a murderer. And see the children you will (laughs) produce. Some things are common sense. A pastor friend of mine, they were struggling to have children. So I took him to my doctor. When they did a test on him, excuse my language, his sperm was so sick, the, the report that came out said if he had given birth, It would either be a blind or a cripple or some some abnormal human being because he's so sick in himself that he has to treat himself before he thinks of producing children. It's like having a virus in you. You will definitely transfer it to a child. You you can see a child. If the child is struggling in school, they are afraid it's not going. Find out how the father used to do his class. It's not (laughs) fair
0: If you, if you, if, you're,
1: if the brain not in the house, you can buy it. A dog can never give birth to a cat. You and Adam produce after his kind. So you see, when I was going to marry, I know that I am horizontally. So you see, listen, listen, listen very carefully. See, oh, (laughs) learn, Ah, my mother is short. My father is short. Behold the product. So when I was going to marry, I had a lot of short people I was in love with. But I have to think about my generation. of short man come <laughs> I didn't want my children to suffer that abuse so I have to save them it's common sense it's also God giving my wife is tall on my wedding day I stood on a chair to kiss her She was at my wedding. It's true. You have to think, oh. God gave you brain for something, oh. Use it, oh. Use your brain. So we we use our spirit. But look, stop blaming God for all manner of things. Our carelessness, Africa's carelessness, and they say God made us like that. God. Think about it. How many countries of the world have the resources, even only Nigeria? Don't go to Ghana. And yet we are so... Is it God who came to transfer the oil money to somebody's account? You know, people were in the house, then God said, my children, receive it.
0: <laughs>
1: what are you blaming God for? We blame God for unnecessary things. When you go to America, you see, the reason why we preach the gospel, and it makes sense. Some of these messages they are preaching, if you go to a white church, it will make sense. Yeah. We are standing in a white church. Your mother's village people that are fighting, they don't even have village.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or oh, you both not get village. So all this, any convo, is it convo in your mother's house, we break it, then the white people believe it. What's he saying? What's the coffee? He said, you are moving from zero to hero. Eh? Yeah? <laughs> ah, Jesus. Look. <laughs> Africa, we have, you, please. If you don't go to a church that they preach the gospel, look for someone. Because some of these messages they are preaching on TV and everywhere. It can't cross the border of Africa, if you live in Europe and you don't work the government gives you allowance so what exactly are you praying about? if you give birth wedlock they give you apartments they give you provision they give you monthly allowance so giving birth is like a blessing <laughs> when you have no man to take care of you why does the black americans go to prison like that? Because prison you get three square meals. <laughs> Buffet. Why is he going to worry himself now? Because you will sit in Africa. <laughs> oh God. Africa. So as a believer. Conclusion. We should know the God we serve. He is not a wicked God. There is no evil that happens. That God did it. I've met people, if you say your God is good, why did he permit it? God has never permitted. Listen, the fact that he knows, doesn't mean he permits. The world he is giving in our care. It's like when they make you the president of this country. Will you go and say, God didn't do what? You are in charge. He says, whatsoever you will permit, shall be permitted. Whatsoever you will resist, he shall be resisted. So if we say, like this church says, he's preaching the gospel. Has anybody forced you to preach any other thing? It is what you have decided to preach. Somebody who has decided to be killing witches every day. Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, every day. Die by fire. Die, 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 die. I like, there's a church in Ghana. They, they can turn their hand into machine gun. You know machine gun? They turn their hand into gun. Some of you pay, pay. Others will be, doing. Let's say they are only silent pieces. Pew, pew! Rise up on your feet. <laughs> Yet you say the weapons of your warfare are
0: not carnal. So why do you have guns? <laughs> this concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church. Visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.